in the sand I'm walking to whole court truth Gonna splash the contrast Cause this thing illegal opinions podcast I'm gonna kill one of these kids, like real soon. Well, it's a good thing you have two of them. <laughs> so somebody can carry on the bloodline. See, I like how you think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, you gotta have that, right? Uh, this, I, let me tell you about this kid, man. So, go ahead. So the other night, we chilling and um, we send the kids to bed. Uh, they got this big ball of clay that they bought from like Hobby Lobby. So they be mm-hmm. making shit. And because they had like a project and Sam Sam comes banging on my door and I'm trying to go to sleep and I'm like, what is going on? But he's banging. You know that there's something wrong. Bang from a kid. Right. I'm like, come in. What's going on? He was like, hey, dad, I just want you to check out this Eiffel Tower that Micah made. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Okay." so he puts it in my hand. (laughs) He puts this Eiffel Tower in my hand. That's clearly a dick and balls. How clear is the balls? Okay, so I'm holding it. Like, I know y'all can't see me right now unless you're watching on YouTube later, but like this. Okay. I'm, cr- I'm cradling <laughs> yeah. the Eiffel I didn't want to say you were cradling, but I But got I mean, there's no other way to describe. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is a dick and balls. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to describe In what way I'm around it. Like, I've seen Eiffel Tower. He's seen Eiffel Tower. Eiffel mm-hmm. Tower square at the bottom. This mm-hmm. is round and then it goes up to a shaft. Right? Is the shaft also round? Yes. It's not rectangular at all. Hmm. Okay? Like a cylinder. It's it's a, it's, <laughs> it's 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 a dick. So <laughs> was it top, girthy or oh, was it just like a was it girthy or was it so okay, so I'm still trying to give my child the benefit of the doubt because there's no veins in it. Okay. Right. <clears throat> Which right? Never mind. I got you. It's cool. It's cool. Um, then I get to the top, and it's a clear helmet, penis head on it, mm-hmm. with a slit on one side. Right? So I said, this ain't no Eiffel Tower, <laughs> as one should say, right? right? He goes, well, you know I'm not good at sculpting. <laughs> Right. So it kind of looks like one, but you know, I said, "Son, Micah, um, you this is this is a penis that you made, right?" No, I didn't realize it looked like that until mm-hmm. Sam Sam said something. But it has balls on it. It has whole balls on it. The balls had lines in them too. So that's there's that. Okay, anatomically correct. Right. right. Like like cold balls. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was like, you can't. No, that's not. This is definitely. I didn't realize it until he said something, and then he came in here and showed you guys. He's selling it with the the crack voice, with the tears a Mm -hmm. little bit, but not the tear won't fall out. But he's sad, hanging on there, right? Got the yeah. So I do comedy. I'm like, all right. I was a kid once too. I seen super bad kids make dicks. Every kid that's ever had play doh in their hand has rolled it and been like, it's shaped like a dick, like. It doesn't matter. Like, it's happened. So, I'm not sure if I ever said it was shaped like a dick. I mean, I've done that. You might not have maybe. said it out loud, but whatever. I got so, you. So I said, look here, buddy. Like, I'm going to try and give... I, I tried to give him an out, bro. I was like, look, man, just be honest with me. All right? Mm-hmm. You won't get in trouble because I just don't like lying. So I'm giving you an out. 
just tell me you made a penis and it's cool. It's, right. I, it's, it, I know you know you shouldn't have done it. You didn't right. expect your brother to come in here. But at 11 o'clock. Sell you at, out. Right. <laughs> but check it out. It was 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. So, like, why would you be making a dick at so 11? Late. Oh, no, an Eiffel Tower, rather. Why would you be making an Eiffel Tower at 11? A Eiffel so Tower. He goes, oh, I saw it on a YouTube video and it made me want to make one. Right. But I just passed his room and I know he was watching something else. So I know he lying. You know maybe what I'm saying? Watching, maybe he was watching Ghost. <laughs> that, I saw that scene where Patrick Swayze and Homegirl was making that bowl. Dick. No. See? There you go. That's not what happened. So And balls, darling. <laughs> you hunger. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Just like that. See? Back, back again. What up, y'all? <laughs> Raising these motherfucking kids on episode 65 of the Illegal Opinions Podcast. The, pl- the, uh, the last place. Look, they're going to fuck with me about that. Um, <laughs> the last place for real talk. Yeah. Listen with an open mind to leave mad. The choice is yours to make a dick out of clay or not. I am your comedian and host, Sam Ridley, in the building. Sam, you get on my last nerve chilling main with my main 100 grain chilling like a motherfucker marcus right. palmer in the building what's good with you fam i'm chilling man that's I'm chilling. A, a sharp uh shirt you got on there sir uh oh you you don't say you i don't say but i did say that's amazing yes it's new illegal opinions merch merch baby oh, no. hot off the presses you, you know. get a shirt and you get a shirt and you get a shirt no, when you're y'all for ain't it. No- Yes. <laughs> you he can talked- pre-order one and you can pre-order one and God you can right. one. We have so. to, you know, create a demand. But yeah, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's sharp though. It's sharp. You trying to work it out? Trying to work it out? You yeah. got one on too. What's up, bro? Yeah, man. I had to go get something made, man. Um, I see we That's went right. in two different directions. This let me tell y'all if y'all listening out there. So Marcus was like, I'm gonna go get a shirt made. And I was like, I'm gonna go get a shirt made. And we just kind of dug in our own heads to see what we'd end up with. And um, I, I'm gonna be honest. I like his better than mine. Mine is a more immature. It's big, so people can see it on stage. Shirt, <laughs> and that I makes made sense, it. Though. And that's why I did it. Like you know, yeah. but again, we got two different mindsets and why we did it. And that works for walking around somewhere. And I can see you walking through the mall with that on, and somebody being like, "I wonder what's on this guy's mind that's so illegal." Mm-hmm. And then you just say some random shit to him. What's up, nigga? <laughs> 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 look like <laughs> oh, like last week i guess our legal opinion was that captain america would have been racist a lot of people hit me up about that when he we say he ran past nick fury <laughs> so yeah that, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I usually don't don't stay on when i go back and listen i don't stay on there too long kind of just go in there and quality check and you know mm-hmm. know what we do in the post-production part but um i landed on that part and I laughed for I maybe 10 minutes. I went back and listened to it over and over again. Because that was, man. Yeah, we was wild. <laughs> yeah, you're playing music on my player. That's oh, funny. <laughs> hey, uh, okay, so before we go any further, yes. Uh, w- without further ado, as they say, I want to introduce, we have a guest on. And look, I always feel a need to say this when it's a, a female. We have a female on the show. Or a woman. Or woman. Oh yeah, we can't say females no more. So, yeah, I forgot I'm that's sorry. an offensive term now. Um, so we have a woman on. She is with Vagine, and she is here today. Um, 
we have an actress that I met back in the day uh, when I was uh, extra on Superman Man of Steel. Um, she just came from being on The Way Back with Ben Affleck, uh, 2020 movie. Uh, she's been on Criminal Minds, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Fear the Walking Dead, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. This is just to name a few. Y'all can go look up her IMDb. I am humbled to have on my show my favorite actress, Cynthia Rose Hall. Thank you so much. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for having me here. Oh, Thanks man. Thanks for coming through. Um, yeah, yeah. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, I have to say I'm, I am one of your biggest fans. Just so you know, I do turn in. I tune in every week. Um, nice. And I do have something to say about Marcus. What? Because I feel that he is not an angry person. I feel that he is a passionate person. So I, I just wanted to put that mean. out there because I know that there is a lot of people who say that, oh, Marcus is so angry. No, oh, yeah, he's yeah, passionate. Yeah. So I'm just, just letting you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that yes. I don't think that you were angry. I think you're passionate. And Thank um, you very much. You're I, very welcome. I appreciate it. I get that a lot. People think I'm mad all the time. I'm like, no. No, I don't think you're mad at all. Who can walk around like that all the time? Well, Man. because there, there's topics that you guys talk about that you, oh, yeah. you can't help but be passionate about. So as far as I'm concerned, it's just passion coming through. But I, I don't consider you angry. So you've got one. I agree. The customer is always right. The customer is yes. always right. Thank you very much. Around here, especially when. She has that opinion about me. So, <laughs> oh, so that's when it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when it's cool. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Okay. Perfectly fine. Okay, so we starting this episode with lies. Marcus ain't angry. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> um, I am mad at that. I am mad at that. Nah, for real. I I think I've told that to people. Like, he's really not an angry dude. He's just passionate about shit he's saying. And no, I'm I am angry. <laughs> <laughs> If you tell anybody, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on our show. Um, like I was saying earlier, like that is literally maybe a quarter of the stuff that she's been in. And um, being in this Hollywood game, it's not easy. And considering how we met, which I can't wait to talk about, I would have assumed you would have quit that day. And you didn't. <laughs> So <laughs> big ups to you and big ups to uh, me uh, deciding to continue after I saw that shit. Because I should have been like, God damn, this business is rough. Big up to himself. I had right? to. Like, let me. All right. So me and her met. I, we could talk about all this, right? Of course. Absolutely. OK. So we met on the set of Man of Steel. Um, I am there as an extra. They got lucky that they were filming by my job. OK. Um, she is an actual actress on set and has no reason to talk to senior airman ridley or staff sergeant ridley okay um we're out there she is on we're on a c 130 baby 130 doing a scene she's a load master in the scene and just by virtue of hollywood having such a sh shut up sit around and wait culture she was cool enough to chill with the extras mm-hmm you feel me? Like, there's no reason for her to be there. And I'm just talking to my friends, being funny, uh, talking, whatever, whatever. And me and her ended up kind of striking up a conversation. Um, and I thought it was dope. You know, she was training one of my friends, Paul Garcia. He's in, in the movie, uh, in the credits, all that good stuff. She was training him how, to, or she was training, no, he was training you, right? Yes. How to be yes. a load master. Yes. That's, that's, so 
he's training her, he's training her, he's training her. Long story short, at some point, they came up and figured out why is he training her when he already knows how to do it, and they let her go. Oh, wow. Sure did. Sure Just did. like that. And Marcus, I'm telling you, he was in the same boat I was. He was just there. Yeah. Just a dude. And I think we got one. Luckily, we had exchanged information, but we had like one opportunity to talk before she was like, yeah, I'm out of here today. And I was like, but we're not done with the scenes yet. We still got another week. And she was like, well, yeah, they gave it to, to Paul and he's doing a great job. So she was so gracious. Mm. I'm like, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if in her head she was like, man, fuck him. And fuck <laughs> this place. What's happening in your head at that, at that moment? What were you thinking when they told you, you know what, don't even worry about it? When they told me, when they called me in my hotel room and said, well, actually it was my agent that called me. She said, mm. hey, how's it going? Oh. And I went, uh-oh, uh-oh, well, it's fine, it's fine, how, how are you? And she said, um, well, they, they, they decided to go a different direction, which mm. means you're fired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. And I, I, you know, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't ecstatic or happy about being fired. I was like, oh oh no, uh, what did I do wrong? What, what did I do wrong? Mm. And, and, you know, I, I talked to my agent and, and asked her, so was it, was I, can I just not act? You know, that goes through your mind. Like, right. oh no, if, am I just not good? And she said, no, I, I talked to the assistant director who was tasked to let me go and asked her, you know, what, what happened? Tell me what happened. And then mm. I can talk to my actor and let her know in case there's something we need to fix. And um, apparently the AD told her, no, the acting was fine. It's just that she didn't know it was better to have somebody who actually was a C-130 loadmaster than somebody who wasn't, which I can say I 100% agree. I 100% agree. I'm not one of those people who would look at the situation and go, well, how dare you fire me? It makes sense. When you are spending millions and millions of dollars on a film, you can't mm. waste time trying to make sure that the actor who's playing the C-130 is natural when you already have somebody on hand. So that made perfect sense to me. And it was, for me, it was the first time I had ever gotten let go on anything in my life. Right. So for me, that was a learning experience. It was, oh, this is what rejection feels like. Do you know what oh, I mean? On that level, right. like, ouch, it stung, but there's nothing else you can do. You just, you know, dust yourself mm. off, eat ice cream. Well, before I went vegan. Eat ice cream. <laughs> I ate a lot of ice cream, called my husband. Oh, you know, they're letting me go. They're letting me go. I'm going to be okay. I'm coming home. And that was it. Mm. And you just kept kept on trucking. And my, my agent um, to her credit, she didn't drop me. You know, usually if something really bad happens, your agent will go, no, sorry, don't want to work with you anymore. She said, yeah. no, just onward and upward. And that's what I've done, hopefully. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And see, I guess you I, have to go through <laughs> things like that. That's I was crazy. madder than she was. That's crazy. <laughs> I was more what? pissed off longer than you were. <laughs> Why were well, you mad? Okay, because one... I don't know. Me and her clicked on set. Like we, I was like, she is cool. You know what I'm saying? And after she left, Paul got the part. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then they gave him lines. All of none of us had lines to speak. Right? I don't know if you did originally, and that was what I you were did. supposed to be doing. Okay, yeah. so that was mm -hmm. so the part where um, 
the loadmaster tells Miss Lane, you shouldn't be there. Like, get move, Miss Lane. So Paul is on set. I ended up being on set longer, too. This is the only reason I know this shit, because they were like, we need like six more extras. You seem to be jobbing. He's in this part. I want both of y'all in this thing. My scene got all the way cut, so I feel your pain. Um, <laughs> except for the two seconds that they can see the fucking shit. Anyway, so Paul ends up not only getting speaking lines that he wasn't supposed to have, but when you speak in a major picture like that, they're like, are you SAG? They're asking him if you're affiliated with SAG-AFTRA and all this other shit, and he's like, no. So they basically go, do you want to be immediately, boom, skip all the bullshit, you get your SAG card, you can act in Hollywood. Or we'll just put your name in the credits. It's one or the other, though. No. Well, that's what happened. And he chose to have his name put in the credits. And they rendered him in 3D. And he has, uh, I don't know if you have, like, the Blu-ray disc, but he has an interview on the fucking disc. So when the movie came out. Oh, you just jelly. You jelly. In a way, yeah. You jelly as hell. <laughs> Think about no, no, no. Check this shit out. On on top of that, because I will 100% admit that, because that is super dope. One, it got wasted because, like she said, she's out. She she's out of the movie. He's not Mm. somebody that aspired to ever do that. So he ain't out chasing Hollywood. He's not trying to be an actor. I think after that, because he's a car guy, he had one of his cars in one of the Fast movies. But he don't want none of that. He just wanted his name in the credits. So it's kind of like. For the people like her, like me, that's chasing it, it's a wasted opportunity on somebody. You know what I'm saying? And not to say he didn't do a good job, because he did. I talk about it all the time. But when the movie came out and I'm watching this scene of his, I know that would have been her. (laughs) And I'm the only one that knows that. Well, except now, because it's on the podcast. But you know what I'm saying? Well, I think... For me, having been in the industry for... a long time and having, I have to look at it differently. I have to look at it as, Hey, this is not a meritocracy. It doesn't mean you deserve it. Sometimes that you don't. A lot of times I see people and I'm going, wow, how did they get that part? You know what I mean? But it, right. you know, we, we see that a lot and we're going, okay, how did that happen? But as long as you understand with your eyes open that this is not a meritocracy. It doesn't mean you can work your butt off for 20 years and never, ever, ever, ever make it. But Mm -hmm. if you, if you come to the industry with that, um, I don't want to say mindset, but with that perspective and you do it because you love to do it, that's the reward in my, in my mind. That's how I see it. The reward is being able to say, yeah, you know what? I didn't, I, I'm not an A-lister, but I'm okay with that. I like acting. I've, I've always wanted to act ever since I was a little kid. So it was something that I've, it's, it's an innate thing with, within me that I, I can't help it. Um, so mm-hmm. whether I make it quote unquote, make it or not, that, that to me is that's extra. It's fun. It's just fun for me. That's right. How I so you have it. a, you have a, you have a, like a, a real deep seated love for, for acting. So, I mean, just given the way things have been over the last year, how have you how have you like dealt with being productive while everything was shut down and kind of like just keeping that tool sharp? That's actually, that's an interesting question because when COVID hit, um, I think I didn't audition for about a month 
because everybody was worried about what was going to happen, how we were going to do this. And then about a month later is when um, we started getting what's known as eco-casts. And an eco-cast is you basically tape yourself. So you tape yourself, you have a, you know, hopefully your, your partner is on the other side of the camera, he or she reads their lines, you, you know, say your lines to the camera. It's just like an audition, only you're filming it yourself. Um, for my part, I have never auditioned more than any other time in my life for mm. better stuff than any other time in my life. Really? But I've never worked less. Huh. I haven't booked anything. And I think it's, it's, I know some actors are booking things slowly, but I think April 30th is when the return to work agreement expires. So that's, I think, when we're going to see how Hollywood is going to handle it from here on out. Um, and I think a lot of productions are waiting. So they're just trying to get their books and ducks in a row to figure out how they want to mm. proceed. Um, but yeah, it's, it's wow. interesting. And, and it's interesting to see how other people take it. So my husband is not an actor, um, mm. but he is, he is, he's my guy. Like he does the camera. He does the, he plays the other characters for me and he sees how much work actually goes into it. And I feel right. like when we don't get a call back, after an audition, it's harder on him than it is mm -hmm. for me because I'm used to going, okay, just forget about it. So for him and Sam shaking yeah. his head because they go, well, why didn't you get that? <laughs> you were awesome. You know, there are certain projects that I've auditioned for that Phil was like, oh, you're going to get this. You're still going to get this. I mean, you were, you were awesome. And I'm yeah. thinking, okay, great. But then when the phone call doesn't come, he's the one who's checking out IMDb. Who got your part? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because he, really he, he wants it for you so badly. Mm -hmm. And then he also wants to be rich. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I blow up, damn it, so I can quit my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, you got that motherfucker. Yeah. Man. He and probably he takes offense because he's like, I read the fuck out of that role. I don't know why she didn't. Hey, can you imagine him sitting there watching her like kill an audition over over the internet, right? And then mm -hmm. going to work the next day, be like, I'm out this bitch, y'all. Just so y'all know, like this is the last day. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, man. I, it, it's it's wild. It really is. The game is such a. A mind fuck. And when I was telling that story earlier about that, y'all, please keep in mind, this was 2013, Sam, that don't know the business like that. So everything I'm telling you is how I felt then. I get it now. So everything she's saying, I I get now that you're like, yeah, you know, I didn't get it. And you kept your head up because I would have quit comedy a long time ago. If every time somebody was like, nah, this ain't it, you know, you leave. So kudos to you for sticking through it, because the stuff that I named, the Criminal Minds, Fear the Walking Deads, and things like that shows people dream of just being able to touch. You know, mm -hmm. and like you said, you have an affinity for acting, so it doesn't matter how close you get to it, you're there. And a lot of people don't get to be there. So yeah, that's dope to me. Uh that that you, you know, have that. So the way back, that's your most recent project? Yes. Yes. The okay. only project from 2020. <laughs> okay. Uh, with Ben Affleck, uh, I, I watched, uh, you know, you have an interesting story about this and I have to hear it. Uh, you said you had something to let me know about the way back with Ben well, Affleck. Well, it was interesting because, um, I'll tell you from the beginning, 
um, Sheba, uh, Sheba Williams, who's my agent, who I tried to hook you up with. Um, she's still my agent. Um, she... <laughs> I fucked that up. <laughs> no, Sheba, no, I'm sorry, didn't. baby. Yeah, no, I did. <laughs> no, it's, I think she was, you know, um, but she I called. was new. I was brand new. You, we'll you get were to new. that. You didn't know. You didn't know. Um, you know, she, she set me up for an, for an audition and it, the, it was one line, like literally one line. And I thought, okay, that's fine. One line. That's fine. I don't, I, whatever. That's, I'm cool with it. And then up until you say your one line, you need to improv all the way up until the, the first line. And the first line is basically, Hey, I'm Nancy, because that's when Ben Affleck is supposed to come into the room and I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. playing completely and totally three sheets to the wind drunk, you know, like, woo, and I have my, you know, I'm, I'm there with my girlfriend and was supposed to get her to sleep with him because she has a crush on him. So I'm the wing woman basically. Um, and we did the shoot and it was awesome. And Ben was very gracious and funny and nice. And Rachel Carpani, who was the other actress in the scene, she's huge in Australia. She was in uh, McLeod's Daughters, which was a very, very long time running um, TV show over there. And she was super sweet and nice. And, and we, we hung out the entire day. And then after we finished shooting the scene, the director, Gavin, you know, comes up to me and gives me this huge hug, like the biggest hug in the world. And I thought, oh my God, I, I, I feel like I've just won the Academy Award because it was just like, hmm. oh, you did it. You freaking nailed it. You know, we need the scene. Right. You killed it. You were awesome. You know, because the, the story is so heavy. So they wanted something really light. So they they, they mm-hmm. let me go. They let me improv. They let me do whatever I, I, I needed to do to facilitate the scene. And I thought, oh, great. This is going to be awesome movie comes out or actually um casting calls my agent and says okay so how do you want her names in in the credit blah 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 i said okay that's a good sign that means i made the cut i got my name in the credit i made the cut movie comes out my husband starts watching it he fast forwards it to the end okay her name is there we're good so he starts trying to find me (laughs) and he's like okay where where is she you know calls me hun i don't see you I said, no, 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 okay, it's, it's the bar scene and I'm, I'm drunk. I'm drunk with the other girl. And the other girl ends up sleeping with Ben. He's like, yeah, I see her. I see her just being a floozy and him going home with her. And I went, oh, they cut me. They oh, cut the God. whole scene? <laughs> they cut me. They cut wow. that whole scene. And for me, I was like, are you kidding me? No, 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 no. Wow. But, it, you know, but it, it, it is what it is. You know, sometimes you can have everything go right on the day that you shoot it. And then when you watch the film from beginning to end, if it doesn't help with the pacing, you have to get rid of it. Um, <sighs> and, and actually, I, I don't feel too badly because the other actress, she had to do... Um, a full-on love scene that was very, very rough, like a rough love scene that they had to choreograph and all that other stuff because her part was supposed to Mm -hmm. be bigger, but she was cut to the point where she was just a floozy that he went home with, and that was it. And I went, well, I don't feel that bad now. (laughs) (laughs) I could have been... (laughs) That's crazy. Like, at least I didn't have to fuck a dude. Right, basically... (laughs) <laughs> on film. Pretend. Right. Yeah. Pretend. <laughs> pretend for the PC folk out there. Pretend fuck. Nobody's answer fuck Ben Affleck. <laughs> Get jiggly with it. I was gonna make a bad no 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 I no we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Nope, not gonna make a bad joke. All right, all right. keep it moving. Uh yeah, that's that's crazy. That's heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking. <laughs> no. I mean No, for real. Like 
Because, like I said, when um, I went to your IMDb page, and I always look to see, like, what else you're doing, and that trailer pops up. The trailer pops up. So I watched the whole trailer, and when when you know you got friends that do shit, you're watching the trailer, like, where they, mm-hmm. they going to pop up at? So it was like, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? But, look, you didn't even know probably that it was there. They just attach it to whatever your project is. That's how the algorithm does, you know. That's crazy that you the whole scene got cut no, and you went home. I like that Phil goes to the end first and sees if your name is in the credits. Look at them dollar signs, boy. Right. Like, let me see where it's at. That, All right. like Marcus, that's what you're saying, right? Let me see if I can quit. Yeah, right. Exactly. Let me see if I go in there and tell everybody tomorrow, fuck you. <laughs> Kiss my whole ass the way back. Like hey, you, you know what, Cynthia? <laughs> fuck fuck all this, all this, all this soft shit. Tell me about Brooklyn Nine Nine. I love that show, and that the Halloween episode is always probably the best episode that comes out every year. And that you were deep a dish on there, right? I was deep a dish. Tell me deep. about working with that cast and the amount of. I mean, I don't know how much fun there is to have on that set, but they seem like a really good time. <laughs> they're they're a good team. They're yeah. a very good team. You can always tell. Um, if it's a good production, if the people around you aren't jaded and cranky to me, right. you know what I mean? And, and you can also tell how they treat the extras. Mm-hmm. I don't like being on a set where they treat the extras badly because then, you know, they're going to treat you badly too. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's one of those right. things. And I, um, I don't remember the the woman's name, but she was um, an assistant director on, uh, on the show and everybody was an equal to her. And I just, I love that idea. Like, yeah, that's, that's the way it should be in my mind. You know, everybody wants to try and make it in this industry. So treat everybody equally. Um, right. Yeah. Every, um, all of the cast was, they were super, super nice. Um, I'm trying to think of what happened on the show. It was the caboodle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, did you see that? The, the, yes. I had to get the caboodle. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that, that was fun because, um, I didn't have to act really. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It was a simple scene, just fun to do. And, um, I had met one of the other gentlemen that was on the show. Whenever I start to get cranky, like, oh, I'm so tired. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, when you get to that point where you just, you don't want to do it or whatever, this guy, he was standing up was this other actor was standing up and he started shutting his eyes. And I said, are, are you okay? Dude, are you, are you okay? And he was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think I was falling asleep. And I said, well, what, what happened? Are, are, do you need something? What can I get you? And he said, no, 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 I'm fine. I, I, I've just finished a 24-hour shift because he worked as a pizza, pizza delivery guy for one place, worked at a fast food place on another job, was working this job, and he has to go to another job afterwards. Because he was a blue collar mm. actor, you know what I mean. You and I thought, you know what? I'm never going to complain about anything right. again because right. <laughs> he Yo, that's was keeping his dream alive, and he had to finance it. That's what you have to do. Um, so yeah, that was inspiring. God that's damn, rough. I got tired <laughs> listening to that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I saw your face. Man, You're like what? Wow, no. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, you hear a lot. You hear a lot of those stories that people out there are literally starving artists. Mm-hmm. Like it is not just a name, I do. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
Mm-mm. But you don't have to do that, you know? You got a whole sound dude that likes to sleep with you. That's awesome. <laughs> you kind of paying for it. I'm paying <laughs> like, for it, but, you know, so is he, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so is he. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to be a star, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so Let me introduce yeah. you yeah. to my casting yeah. couch. <laughs> no. Casting couch. <laughs> See? See? Hey, he's setting up the camera and whatnot. Be like, hey, so what? what's your name? You know, you know, what's funny is I had no, I had no idea about OnlyFans until I listened to the show because wow. I, I just didn't know what that was. And I was really? like, what are they? I had no idea. I didn't know what that was. And I was like, what are they saying? Only, holy, holy, holy. And I had to look homely? it up. Homely? Homely fans. Like, why it, 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 home, it is kind of home. Yeah. Only fan. Yeah. 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 It could be. And I went, could oh, be. that's <laughs> what that is is okay and then i was talking to phil hey have you heard about only fans oh no no <laughs> no no what do you mean what do you mean yeah. wink wink no i'm kidding no he he was like yeah it's he's up to date on all of that stuff but i just it told i totally didn't know what that was until you and you guys introduced me to that on your show so. he's trying hey, to there's sh- he's trying to keep you oh, safe there's, there's all kinds of acting out there when you get desperate enough yeah. Hey, okay. Look, turn okay. that camera on. I just, I just had this thought. Just because we got a female on and we talk a, a woman on, I keep saying female. Gosh, it's so offensive. That, that's um, so weird to me because I don't. I know there's going to be a lot of women out there who get upset, but I, I don't. I do not feel that female is a pejorative in my mm-hmm. particular case because it has never been used as a pejorative towards me or any of my female friends right. so what they yeah say, what they say is it's because when a male normally in conversation refers to them as female they're going so let me tell you about this female right right and when they say it usually it's because it's going towards a negative light mm-hmm. i think that's where it comes from but the way i'm saying it right now i don't know why some would immediately take it there unless you, they're i'm projecting. surprised you even investigated as to why it makes people upset because to- it's, it's dumb to me honestly i, I told yeah, you that I so, I just keep it moving. People are like you say, bitch. Uh, yeah, I say, bitch. Yep, I sure do. I haven't said it yet today. Well, never mind. Well, well yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, here we are. <laughs> when we get there, and, it, and if it makes sense, I'll use it. Yeah. So, um, um, hold on. Let me let me ask my question real quick. So, no, I'm asking my question had, first. Go ahead. You haven't had like a Me Too incident, like, or somebody asking you to do some OnlyFans type of shit have in Hollywood. I, have I had a Me Too incident in? Hollywood as far as somebody saying, Hey, you wanna make this, you get a you know, that kind right. of thing. Yeah. No. Have I been um harassed? Yes. Um, because as as it, it's interesting because if you are a young actress or actor and you I started out as an extra. I was I didn't know anything about the business. So for me, the best way to learn is to start at the bottom as the extra and work your way up the top so you can understand the business. Um, mm-hmm. And there have been times as an extra when, you know, you meet your fellow actor and you're supposed to be sitting across from each other, where if I introduce myself, um, I remember one incident where a man, I put my hand out, said, hi, I'm Cynthia, nice to meet you. He pulled me forward and said, I'm going to make you purr. And I was like, whoa. Am I a what? Am I a cat? Am I, am I, wasn't, I, a cat I just it just like what, what are you <laughs> read? I don't even what? understand that. Like what are you talking about? And there are other incidents, you know, where I'm sitting down and we're acting and or as an extra, and you know, oh, let's go into the bathroom. 
why do you want me to come with why? you to the bathroom? Oh, it's it's brand new. Okay. Um, let's consecrate it. Let's christen it. I'm like, mm. what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, wow, you know, gross. Very, very. But I, I think some people think they can get away with it with actors or with extras because you don't have a voice. You're not an mm. actor. You're not up on that. Well, you don't quote unquote matter at that point. You're a prop. So, you know, I didn't know any better. So I just said, okay, whatever. This guy's weird. And just what, walked well, away. Wouldn't that be a me too situation? I mean, cause I, I feel like you made a, a distinction between a me too type of action and harassment. Well, I think it depends on who you are. Like, does well, it depend on how you, how you take it just because you're, you, you feel like it should be a more serious accusation. Like, okay, they, approach me in a weird way. I'm not saying that that's the same thing as somebody that really got drugged or something like that. that. Assaulted. For me, right. it wasn't assaulted, assault. Right. It was harassment, but I guess it would, gotcha. it would probably fall under that umbrella, but yeah. um, I don't feel for me, it didn't, it didn't stop me from doing what I wanted to do. Mm. And there was no consequence for me. For somebody else, there could have been a consequence, you know. Um, it just okay. So yeah, you're looking at me funny. Yeah. Well, okay. Now the question that popped in my head was: Does it depend on who the guy is? Like, let's say you're Julia Roberts, and it's the director, and they go, "Hey, let's go to the bathroom." That's an immediate. You're done, right? Because at the status she is, and at the status they are, you do something like that. Boom. It's not a it's not a long phone call for somebody at that level to say, hey, this dude just did such and such to me and I'm Julia Roberts. But you know what I'm saying? I think I think it could also be the person, the people that approached me had zero power. They had zero power. They were extras. Same Mm. as me. There was nothing that they could threaten me with. So when I say there was no consequence, me saying no, you were weird. Get away from me. Right. There was no, there was no fear of me being able to say that. Right. Right. Okay. So for that, you know what I mean, there was there wasn't that. That okay. That's what I wanted to make the distinction of. Like, is it if it's a prominent person, it seems like people are more apt to go forward and go, "Hey, this dude's a creep," and I want everybody to know. But the dude that's just kind of shooting his shot, does that make it a different type of scenario? That's not shooting your shot, motherfucker. No, it's Come, gross. Let's go no, fuck no, no. in the bathroom. It's not Hold shooting no, 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 your no. shot. It's gross. Let me let me make sure that's clear. That is 100% gross. But I feel like the dudes that do shit like that, it worked on somebody. And that's what gives them the like mindset of, I'm going to do it again. And maybe they ran into a gross extra one day. And they were like, okay. And they were like, <laughs> maybe this is how the business goes. And they went in the bathroom. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying that it worked on somebody, so they got the gall to try that shit again. But now, since the Me Too movement, I have noticed, well, maybe it's because now I'm not an extra. Now I'm on a, in a different category. But I, I, I do notice that there is a different level of awareness um, on oh, set. Oh, people are scared now. Like now oh, people, yeah, yeah, they should be. And, yeah. and thank you. I think that they should be. It's, you know, you, you don't, I'm just showing up for work. That's all I want to do is just like, Shit, I'm scared. show for work. I'm yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, if I'm on a set, like, I mean, if y'all want to fuck me in the bathroom, just say something. But if, um, 
No, I'm just playing. Yeah, this it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen anymore. I'm kidding, people. It's jokes. So yeah, that that's wild that that would be how that went. Yeah, that um, is. Yeah, that's you know, it's it mm. it it happens. But that's every <sighs> honestly, every female, mm. every woman, um, has experienced that <laughs> on some level. On can't some believe level. you offended them that what? way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I know. I feel like, oh no, I'm sorry, guys. That's them, y'all. I ain't say that shit. Y'all know what my word is. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, nah. <laughs> yeah, you know when I'm offending you. Uh, I'm, Marcus is like, I'm gonna make that shit crystal clear. <laughs> you gonna, you gonna know how I feel, you bitch, you. So, um, no, uh, but. For real, one, I know I said this earlier in the pod. I'm humbled that you listen to us because I've mentioned you to Marcus before, and I'm like, yo, she doing Hollywood. And she said, we get her through her days sometimes. And yes. yeah, she's that's wild to me. Like, sometimes she's like, sometimes I'm like, Sam, tell Marcus he's wrong. And then other times she's like, tell Marcus, tell Sam he's wrong. And I'm like, hey, you my friend. Whose side are you on? <laughs> <laughs> so, the side so, of right, the side of righteousness. Mostly me. Oh, is that what it is? Well, no. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Can you think of a time when you were screaming at your radio because of Marcus? Oh, okay. There was a moment when I went, <laughs> no. Well, many, but it was it was recently because I was like, no. And it what wasn't was because it? you you be it wasn't because it wasn't a male female thing. It was a it was a very serious conversation about stop Asian hate. And you had said mm, yes. You had said, you know, essentially to Asians, welcome, welcome to the, yeah. welcome to the fight. And I did the no, because, yeah. you know, f for me, I don't know if you can tell or not, but I, my mom is, is Filipina. And so okay. the, the, the perspective of we've never been in the fight was like, oh, I, I, I oh. guess people don't know about that. I mean, the internment camps. Um, that happened in World War II. Um, I, no, yep, I, yep. You, you know, my, when my mom came here, um, it, it was difficult for her because people made fun of her accent. Um, mm -hmm. People were people were rude, mean to her. Um, so when you said that, I went, "Oh no, 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 no." We've been here um, as a group. I think we are less of a quote unquote threat to people so therefore we're not seen um to white people well yeah we're we're less of a threat to white people so we're not targeted as much until now you know what i mean until it's coming up again you know and and let's 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 have that conversation yeah, since we're here yeah absolutely. so i said that and i didn't mean it because now it's like okay now it's now it's public now now you've been harassed to a point where now people are paying attention for us there was a conversation that was had uh, in our uh, in our fan group, and um, it was about basically this topic: Asian hate, stop Asian hate, and of course, stop Asian hate, stop all hate. Of course, of course. But when I said that, what was that a month ago? Um, that was I can I can I was I can see what's happening. I can see what's coming because right after that happened, and this is the difference between um, other brown other other minorities. And the Asian community in America, as soon as that happened, as soon as they saw an uptick in that 
uh, towards Asian people, there was a fucking bill passed. Yes. Yes. There was a bill passed anti-Asian hate bill. Guess what black people do not have? Guess what Mexican and uh, Latino Americans, uh, Afro-Latino Americans do not have? Is that. And it took not even a year, not even a year, and mostly because of the way Trump talks, for that to happen and Asian people got that. Mm-hmm. Asian and, and uh, Pacific Islanders got that. And us being in this country for however long we've been in this country don't even have that. So that was the point of, okay, well, welcome to this hate party that we've been getting for so long. Yeah. But even but even after it's been a short amount of time, even though it should be no time, but at, with a short amount of time that it's been happening and been covered, um, white people passed the bill to stop Asian hate. We don't have that yet. So that is a part of the issue, the overarching issue in America. And yes, Asian people are more impar- more important to America, white Americans, than everyone else. I think that's obvious because the, the proof is in the legislation. The only correction I make to what you just said is small bills end up getting passed, but not passed at the level that the Asian hate bill was passed. We get, well, this police reform got passed in this city, in this police department. Right. But it's not national news. But we get the national news because we see it so much. Uh, that's the only thing. Because I know somebody will correct me. Like, no, the stuff gets passed. I'm like, no, not on this level. It I mean, is you want to talk about phenom- the local level, then, okay, talk about the local level. But it's phenomenal that how fast is, it happened. That's just huge. Like, damn. We can't even. We can't. <laughs> It happened stupid fast. It was like 99% of Congress was like, yep, that's right. Yep, let's do it. This needs to stop. And we got to, like, pine for that type of stuff. So. When Marcus said that on the pod, I didn't think twice about it. I didn't. And now that you bring it up, I I'm listening from the perspective of a different culture going, wow, is that how you feel? But it's because to me, I understood 100 percent what he was getting at. But we didn't even talk. We didn't say that back and forth because we got it. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, yeah. No, and, and and I think you're right. There is a disparity because if you even look at the, the Washington Post, they have a database that was started back mm-hmm. in 2015. And this database was started because they did some investigative reporting and they found that during their investigations that police shootings, um, fatalities uh, were underreported because they don't have to report them, apparently so, so, somehow. And so they started wow. a database and if you, and it's, oh, excuse me, I just bumped my microphone and they updated every day, every single day. And if you look at the numbers, just the numbers, you will see out of 1 million people, let's say demographics. So mm. out of 1 million white people, I think it's like 15 get shot and killed by police officers out of 1 million Latino Hispanic population uh, I think it's 27 get killed out of 1 million in the black population, um, 36 get killed in the other category, which would include my category, mm. um, five. So there is a difference. There is a difference. Um, I think the way that I, when I heard what you had said, I thought, oh, it took me um, it took me aback because I felt like we were all in the fight together, but I didn't realize that your experience of the fight was different because you were being treated differently in the fight. 
if if we were mm. to you know what I mean so it's like yeah right. so you, like, you you're in the trenches and I'm you know well it's just it's just like you said before and I, and, and I, I feel like this is what you I feel like this is what you said was like maybe maybe Asian people come off as less threatening mm-hmm. to to you know the people that have power and with black people being here for so long and there being that clash between white people and black people you know since slavery and there's still a lot of animosity there i mean i believe um the internment camps i believe uh asian people receive reparations for that they did. um jewish people but receive rep- reparations not a lot right. not a lot right. but and, and right. jewish people receive reparations and they weren't even over in that motherfucker you know in in nazi germany but it, even in america they receive reparations i mean black people we've been here for ever and we and, and have been treated the worst and never got shit for it. So when I said that, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you, but when I said no. that, that was, it's kind of like, look, we've been fighting, do, we've been in this shit, you know, in chains, you know, getting thrown over boats and shit. And, you know, so it's kind of like, damn. And so, and even when the bill passed, um, the anti-Asian hate bill passed, even when that happened, I was like, wow. I was like, oh, that was that was so fast. Like, all right, Joe Biden, motherfucker, you was talking all that shit about if you don't fucking vote for me, you ain't black. All right, bitch, do something. And right. we ain't off your fucking ass either. Yeah, we talked all shit about Trump. Trump's a dumb motherfucker. Cool. But hey, Joe and Kamala, your black ass supposedly or whatever you want to be today, get that shit fucking done. <laughs> not playing with y'all motherfuckers. Like, shit's not over. I didn't forget. Yeah. Chucks and Pearls went away real fast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, do some shit. And and I mean, I know it's a different time now. We kind of expect a lot out of the vice president. But I'm like, all right, we got this. Hey, you're the first this and first that out of the way. Yeah, do something. Do something with it. Because otherwise, that's all it was. Like, at this point, you didn't put so much on. We needed a woman's voice in there. We needed women's. I keep trying not to say female. God damn it. Like Biden, as soon, as soon as I know, right? As soon as Biden, as soon as Biden got up there in his address this week, he was like, "I'm the first president to be able to say this. Mm. I got women behind me. Uh oh, look at him, like he a pimp or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> real, real shit. Like, all right, we talk a lot of shit. We used to talk a lot of shit about Trump. Imagine Trump being up there and be like, "We've got ladies." We've got ladies yeah. back here. <laughs> right know, behind me. Right behind mm-hmm. me. I can't even reach the pussy, but they're there. <laughs> but I know it's there. I Imagine. It. They yeah. would have been they would have flipped it to here he go, making a big deal out of being around women. Yeah. Like we gotta be fair about it. So it's like, all right, cool. We got you got Pelosi, you got Miss Harris back there. Uh you know, what are you gonna do now? What are you gonna do now that you're in that yeah. spot? I don't want to get off on that because we won't talk about that shit. But yeah. I, it, it bothers I me mean, I, th- I think I think one thing, and I, and I said this before, and I, and I said it while she was running for president. And I knew she wasn't going to get that shit. Um, I knew she would probably go for vice. But if she is thinking that Joe's going to kill over, or she's thinking that he's not going to run uh, <laughs> in in three or four in three years, and she's going to be the auto in, you got your motherfucking mind. Mm. She probably be chopping people, him in the chest, people, like on people, the fist bump, like trying people to gonna be <laughs> trying to cause a murmur and shit. Oh, motherfucker, God, you still here, goddamn Bulletproof vest is strong, but if <laughs> if people people will be more offended if he if she didn't do shit and step up and do something, legislation wise, policy wise, whispering that motherfucker ear, some shit. Yeah, people are gonna be more offended if we go and nothing happens. 
than they would be if he was Joe Biden and just Joe Biden his way into, you know, presidential history. Yes. But anyway, Some, we something, has to happen. something has to happen. We don't have to go down that rabbit hole. Oh, man. Um, all right. While we're still just before we get into other topics or whatever, I want to talk about Super Croc. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> you said Super what? Super Croc. OK, no, no, not Super Croc. Not super. Co- okay, what is that's super- that's gotcha. that's what my son made out of the clay. Super, uh, <laughs> super croc. Super, right, croc. super croc is a uh, was it straight to DVD? I assume it's straight to DVD. Oh my goodness, yes, absolutely. Okay, oh absolutely, it is a horrible, horrible movie. Uh, and, and my homie Cynthia was the lead in it. Um, and I can say that because when I saw it, she was like, "If you tell me it's a good movie, I'm gonna know we're not friends." Mm. <laughs> Straight up. I think um, I told you to drink before you watched it. And, well. I, and, I, and I took your advice and I laughed the whole fucking time. Um, it, it is one of those movies like uh, I call it in the vein of like Sharknado, those types of movies mm. that you see that come out, and it's like this shit is fucking terrible. How did they get this movie made? And it's her in the lead in a way too big military uniform, and they're going out. <laughs> Oh, to wow. fight a giant crocodile. It is the worst CG you'll ever see in your life. And it is entertaining, ridiculously entertaining, because it is terrible. It's one of those movies. It's it's one of those movies. But check it out. This is what it made me think about. Because, like, yes, you got your shark, you got your sharknados, you got your super crocs. They're the same type of movie. Titanic 2 got made, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? They made Titanic 2. <laughs> There's a Titanic 2, and it is god-awful, right? But at the same time, now that at, by the time I saw it, I was a little bit in the, the cog of learning how Hollywood worked. It's dope to be a lead in any fucking thing. <laughs> right? Like, at the time, you was like, yeah, I want to do this shit, right? You don't know what the CG is going to look like after when you make the movie. Well, for me... I knew it was going to be a bad movie, but I wanted to do it anyway. And what anyway? I mean bad, because... The Asylum films, they're, they're the people that produce these types of movies. They did Super Croc. They did um, Sharknado. They did they do all of those types of Cormans. And it's sort of- Oh, those like cult those movies. Of, yeah, those cult movies. And it's yeah. So you could have ended up being one of them on accident. She might be still. You never know. Are, you oh, could look, be. Look, you're thinking about it. Are you in a cult <laughs> classic? They sell Super Croc t-shirts now, which is weird. Um, oh, I'm getting one of them. So shit. I don't know if it's a, a cult movie now or not. I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's. But I I I did it because it was going to be fun. Yeah, I knew it was going to be fun. I knew that it wasn't going to be a, a good film, but I knew it was going to be an entertaining film. And to me, there there are differences. So I like mm. bad movies. I like mm. bad movies because they're <laughs> hilarious, you know, especially right. when everything's done in earnest. So the people who are in it somehow don't realize that they're in a bad movie. And so their acting is way over the top, mm. you know, so there was there's a fine line. So if you look at it as an acting from as an acting exercise, like, OK, I got to walk this line. It's fun. Yeah. It's so much right. fun. Um, it was a lot of work. If you're in on the joke, if you're in on the joke. Yes. Yes. Right. And that and for me, it. It um, it was a, a learning experience too because when you're working on a film that has no budget, you shoot it in two weeks, mm-hmm. and that means wait what? Two weeks. Two weeks. Y'all did that whole thing in two weeks. In two weeks. 
Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I'm super croc too. Yeah, you want to yeah, be a super croc yeah. too? I'll be yeah, let's do it. Shit. Too. I would totally be in a super croc too because it's hilarious. It's, it's <laughs> you get one of them, them tubes you drink behind the boat and put it on with that motherfucker <laughs> and just got them <laughs> turn into an alligator. There's a, there's a cliffhanger. Oh, excuse me. There's a cliffhanger on the end of the movie. Like, oh, there's yes. an egg inside the garbage can. Who hey, knows? see, what's going to happen? Yeah. You know, it's and, and it's and there, there's the so egg much inside the issues. garbage can. Mm-hmm. I like, fell off, Marcus. I fell off my couch because I was I like, the, I remember falling off my couch seeing the egg going. They ain't making another one of these. Yeah, shits. they are. Yeah, we is. We is. We gonna get a banana boat. We gonna we gonna cut it out. We gonna put a fucking crocodile there and throw on the back of it. Go around the lake a couple times. Cause like when she told me she did it, I ordered it on Amazon. And she was like, I can't believe you paid for this. Mm-hmm. You can yes, it's free online. <laughs> I know, but I know you. So I was like, I'm buying it. I'm gonna come to your house. You're gonna sign, sign it. it. Yeah. And it's gonna go on my shelf because that's dope. And it is it's it's so bad, man. But like my my question to you about these is like asylum films, they also did Sharknado. Yes. How do these types of movies get made? Who goes, all right, we got a giant crocodile and we got some shark CG. Like what what makes them go, this needs to be a thing and we're going to put money behind it? I think it's because they know that people will watch it. They know like, people are going to watch. So, so the, they're on part three now with Sharknado. Yeah, it's it's because it's not story driven. It, initially, it's never story driven. It is leftover <laughs> CGI. That's literally what it's it just, is. It's... So the... <laughs> the Super Croc was born because the guy, the director Scott Harper, had, was the um, CGI guy who did um, what is that one? The Abyss. Is it the Abyss? Really? Wow. It's a, yeah, it's an old. It's a 1980s. Yeah. The yeah. water thing. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah, he did the special effects for that, and then he transitioned into um, CGI. And so his company basically did cgi so it was basically wow. the reason why the, the croc looks so bad is because it's unfinished cgi it's mm. not it feels it feels, sam's looking at me because he <laughs> it looks unfinished because it is so they go okay we have this extra thing this extra monster movie thing that we can use so let's just write a script around that not it has nothing to do let's put it this way it is a low 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 budget of kong versus Godzilla, basically, wow. because it's basic. You know what I mean. You have the CGI there, and it's the, that's that's the reason why they make it, and they know people will buy it because they have a distributor. <laughs> this mean. is this is CGI, and, you scene. know, and you don't pay a lot for the actors because none of the actors are at the time. Nobody's SAG, so no actors get residuals. No actors, right. you know what I mean. So they're mm. you know, it's cheap to make, easy to distribute. Why not? That's how, that's that's their that's their model. To, to make money and they, they've done a great job oh at it God. because it's like it's a, the sci-fi channel has all of that stuff now continually running um yeah yeah for sure yeah. so they're still playing it oh God, somewhere God, yeah my uncle said i just saw you on tv <laughs> super awesome. croc. i just watched you kill the super croc <laughs> uh, yes. don't give it don't spoil it what oh, you, ooh, oh oops wow. No. Oh, sorry. See? I'm uh, sorry. You just ruined somebody's TNT night. <laughs> but um, you know I how many remember... people have probably had sex to your movie? What? That's oh. the shit that you turn on when you're like, I want her to get annoyed with what's on TV. <laughs> so you put on super super cock. <laughs> hey, it's subliminal. You know, right? Well, you're well, you're welcome. Hey, you see I'm how big say. that crocodile is, baby? 
You see how big that crock is? That shit, I mean, if it's bad as, as she says it, that, that shit might dry her up. Like, you know what? Nah. <laughs> this ain't gonna do it. Super dry. Oh, while it. you saying that, the crocodile, <laughs> the crocodile ain't even wet coming out of the water. <laughs> Dog, there's a scene where the crocodile is like emerging up from the water, and it looks like of like reverse of when Mario go down the pipe in, oh. in the old games. Like you just see it coming up, but the water's moving and the crocodile is just dry as fuck coming out of the water. <laughs> it is hilarious. You got to watch this shit though. You I'm going to I'm check it out. But you know, Sharknado was like that too. Like Sharknado was on sci-fi for like a year before mm -hmm. it got picked up in the theater. And no, this is before the shit went crazy. So Sharknado was on sci-fi. I remember, I remember seeing it on sci-fi. Like I'm not watching that bullshit. Now I script right by it. And then one day it's in theaters. I'm like, why the fuck is this in the movie theater? And then the shit went crazy. I'm like, I'm... And now they're making three and four. And, and all off of cult. People like silly shit, man. People like silly stuff. So you never know. You might be at, well, you can't get them residuals from the t-shirts, can you? You probably signed your, your money no, away. No, no. No, but See? that's okay because it's not about, for me, you know, You're I right. just did it because it was a good time. Ask Phil. It was a good time. Phil probably mad about that shit. Like, you signed, <laughs> we can't get no t-shirt money. He has a t-shirt. <laughs> <There's, there's... laughs> he bought one. He bought one. <laughs> I might have to get one too, shit. Marcus, just so you know, there are six Sharknados. I'm oh telling you. They that's keep ridiculous. Them. They that's turn ridiculous. Them, they turn them out. And they put them in theaters, and they'll people go watch them at midnight. All kind of stuff, man. And in line, like seriously, people are into it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I like dumb movies. To I mean, like um, one of my favorite all time really bad movies is uh, Zombie Strippers, and Zombie Strippers. Okay, now yeah. I have to watch this one. It's just bad, and it it comes on at like one in the morning. And you know, you catch it on sci-fi or some other silly ass channel. Zombie Spike. How, well, what's not Spike anymore, work? is it? Is there like glitter in their blood or <laughs> like how does I that work? I, it doesn't have you don't have to, there's no rhyme or reason. You're in there throwing some money, a bitch get bit in the back by a zombie, <laughs> then all of a sudden she in there biting everybody else, and then it's like you know, zombie Yo. strippers. You know what? It's sad that that makes a lot of sense. You're going to put it in your mouth tonight. Oh, shit. And then, <laughs> oh, shit. Because you're going to think that, that's probably how it would happen. Because it's dick dark. tonight. <laughs> it's dark. You in there twisted with your boys. And they're like, yo, these hoes is coming up to us hey, right they now. They some yeah. brains. You're like, yeah, you got damn yeah. brains. Come on. Yeah, give me some brains, girl. Give me some yeah. brains. Wait, watch your teeth now. I got <laughs> yeah, Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> But, <laughs> but if you ever get the chance to watch the zombie strippers, I mean, don't, I mean, if you got some time to waste this on, you know what I mean? Just check it out. That's going to be on my list because my, my husband and I, that's what we do. We have we have theme months, yeah. movie theme months because we, we love films. So this month is his birthday month. So it, it's been cheesy horror movies. So uh, one okay. of them was Alive, which is about a monster baby that gets born and right out of the womb starts eating people Jesus. and then the second movie of the month was it's alive too the third oh movie yeah, of the yeah, month yeah, was, yeah yeah it's alive three yeah you know what i mean so yeah, yeah. so I've, I've got to put this on my list of movies to watch yeah zombie strippers yeah, zombie um strippers. you ever seen you ever seen puppets i've heard of puppets. Or, is, or, is it, or is it it's called dolls maybe it's called dolls it's called dolls yes dolls and it's about these little dolls right and they at night they they wake up and they they kill people in the house 
I'm just saying, like, like Tales from the Hood. It looks like that. Oh, okay. The nigglets. <laughs> They're like little nigglets. That's what they called them in the movie. It's like, like minus <laughs> minus the slavery. <laughs> minus the slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minus, <laughs> minus the trip across the water. But yeah, it's it's just like it's it's like that. But yeah, dolls is a good one. Dolls are really it's really bad. And it's like a lot of stop motion because this is made in the eighties. So it's like like a lot of that bullshit stop motion. It's like, you know, the little dolls is looking like ah <laughs> She just kicked that motherfucker in the face. But no, you was like, why do people always fall? Like, why is it that you see a little dog like Chucky. Why are you falling? I'm squaring up with Chucky. Like I'm not falling on the ground trying to kick Chucky in his face. No, yeah. that's not what you do. I ain't got to run nowhere. Like I know you ain't here, and I'm gonna sit here with this pistol. And when you come out, I'm filling you all the way up. Like Bruh, you could, if, if you're in a room with Chucky, all you gotta do is literally get up and walk out the room and just close the door behind. You. <laughs> close the door behind you. <laughs> What you gonna do? Can you imagine? <laughs> you, ain't gotta, you ain't gotta lock that bitch or nothing. You just close it. You know you're stuck saying? in a room with Chucky and you cl- sh- close the door and then you hear, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> they figured it out. That's it. That's all uh, you gotta do. You ain't gotta fight him or nothing. Just like, hey, alright now. I'm gonna leave you in there. That's true. Like, everybody's so scared of Chucky. Like, if you in a house with Jason or somebody, yeah, you gotta go. Yeah, I gotta leave. You gotta go. That Chucky, nah, not so much. Cause didn't they like throw him in a fireplace in the first one? Yeah. <laughs> they just chucked him in the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Like yeet. And now that's he's it. sitting in there burning and it's a wrap. Like that's it. I don't how know. How come nobody else did that? It, t- it took a it took a <laughs> it took a cold night <laughs> for people to figure it out. Oh shit. All right. All right, man. This is silly. Yeah, we are. We off on some shit. Oh man, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Uh, hit me with your da 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 and, and hit me with one. What you got? Um, we, okay, we'll just keep staying in the same vein as television. It's got nothing to do with nothing. I was watching this thing on Netflix over the weekend. It's called Prank Encounters. Now, it's funny because of the pranks they play on people. It's sad for two reasons. The first reason is they have the, the kid from uh, Stranger Things, the one with the bad lisp. Mm-hmm. Um, he is... They're trying to make it seem like he's producing all this shit that's happening. So we're there in this van and he's like, give him a squit, give him a scare. Scare, go. Okay, you now go. Oh, we're going to make him collide right here, these two people. And I'm like, okay, we could tell that you're not really directing this shit. Why it are you here? sounds like Impractical Jokers. That's how, that's how, that's what comes to mind when you said but, that. But they're really, they're really doing that shit. They're really telling him in the earpiece, hey, go over there and stick your finger in this dude's ear. Or some shit like that, which you should never do that, people. If you listen, do not give people wet willies. It's just not okay anymore. All right. Now, the second thing that's sad about this show is I'm watching it. I'm laughing. I mean, because the show, the pranks are good and the shit is fucking hilarious. But I feel sorry for these motherfuckers that's going out there on these shows and they think they got a job <laughs> now. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, they yeah. work at the zoo now and they didn't told all their friends that they got a job at the museum. Or some shit, some catering company hired me full time, and then you get there, <laughs> you figure out you're on the prank show, and then that's it. Like, oh shit, and you're going back home looking for I another job. Exactly. <laughs> wow, yeah, because you done made plans after you get a job, yeah, you done bought you start- shit in your mind already. <laughs> Look, then they got to ask you to sign a release. 
It, yeah, but, but like, man, fuck y'all. I thought I had a job. Bruh, I thought so. Do I have a do I have a job or not? <laughs> yeah, that ain't no. Nah. Okay, I don't I like that, that shit. Like that shit. That's the biggest prank of them all. Like, okay, thanks, fucking bye. You drop, you drop <laughs> ain't no residuals. Exactly. You, you drop Emily off back at home and jobless again. <laughs> That's fucked up. I don't like that shit. Like I don't like that shit. They better cut them a serious check for that. Like this is we gonna give you a whole paycheck's worth of work. They're not. I promise they're not. <laughs> they're getting whatever standard extra pay is because they're gonna go. Okay, so you're not SAG. So yeah. here's fourteen ninety five. I'm gonna give me one of them SAGs, boy. That's man, like that it's a wrap if they let me in that. Woo, boy. I hate all the pilots I did that didn't make it. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh let's talk real quick. Um. While we're since we're staying in entertainment, Entourage, the TV show. Uh, was back in the news this week and i know you watched entourage i loved it if y'all aren't familiar with it it's basically a show about a dude that did what cynthia's doing what i was doing tried to make it he made it and then he brought his friends out with him and it's their story going through los angeles now when i originally watched it it was before i did anything in la before i ever came to california the show creator doug ellen is promoting the show through his own socials and stuff right now And the reason he's doing it is because HBO Max that everybody has jumped on has buried it inside of HBO Max. You can find it, but you got to look for it. It doesn't pop up right away when you go to the HBO TV series. It's actually in the bottom, not even alphabetical order. It's not all the way at the bottom, but it's not at the top. It's an E, Entourage, ABCDE. You should hit it because it's not PC. The show is very them going around sleeping with girls, doing drugs. Uh, There's like a lot. They throw fag around like it ain't a word you shouldn't say now. Back then. They throw it around a lot. Because remember, Ari had an Asian Mm. gay assistant. And he went in on He used to go in all the time. All the time. (laughs) All the time. If you don't have them in my office, I'm going to fuck you. Like all types of stuff. Um, They went hard. But if you watch the whole show. Like we say, you know, listen to the whole thing to get the whole point. Yeah. It really is like Ari kind of getting to be a better person after a while. And he's a shitty dude for a lot of it because he's an agent, whatever you want to call it. And I know all agents aren't like that. But uh, Doug Ellen did an interview mm-hmm. and he was talking about I had to promote my show because of this, quote unquote, wave of righteous PC culture that's happening right now that I absolutely hate. And he feels like. Because when the show came out, it was critically acclaimed. They was getting Academy nods, all types of stuff. And in his mind, they're tarnishing the name of it because now everybody's so PC, they don't understand that what it was at the time was what it was at the time. So it made me think, bro. It really made me think because I've told y'all I love that show. When I hear white people defending the rebel flag, when I hear people defending shit that is like, nah, that shit's not, it don't fly no more. You can't do that. But I love that show. So I was like, shit, am I a hypocrite right now? Or is Doug Ellen tripping? How should we look at Entourage now in a time when you can't say shit like that? But it was a critically acclaimed show. Are we wrong for enjoying it now? Respond. (laughs) Well, here's my thing. You have to look at the time period that it was made. That's how I, that's how I, that's how I would view a show like that. You have to understand the time period 
and the conditions of when of what were hap- what was happening at the time when it was made. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it's a time capsule. So there are two thousand four. Two thousand and four. It's a ca- time capsule of two thousand and four. So that's what was acceptable in two thousand and four. And if you put it in the context of that was what what was acceptable in two thousand and four. It's okay to be aware of it, and it's okay to enjoy it. But to come out with that type of show now, I don't think would be a good idea because times have changed. But to enjoy something that might not be – what is it they said? You can't look at history with modern eyes. Same thing with shows. Right. You can't look at television shows or entertainment with a modern lens because times have changed. And We've grown. So that's a good thing that we can recognize it, enjoy it for what it was, and move on. That's what I that's how I like I feel. when I like that. But I also love when Marcus makes faces because his brain is processing information. And he might say bitch. I'm not well I might, but not right now. Um I don't agree with that. I think he I think he's hating. I think he's got an issue with his show being further down. Maybe it goes further down because people aren't watching that shit right now. Entourage came out in 04. That shit goes down as, as new shows come out. Maybe, maybe it you're maybe it's based on the amount of traction you get. Um, um now, now, now I don't know that. I don't know how, how their algorithm okay. works. I don't okay. know. I don't know. So I'm just saying maybe if nobody if nobody's watching Entourage and maybe it just starts falling towards the bottom, it's still on there. Be happy, motherfucker. Now, I will say if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, if he's gonna use that same type of uh, ideology as far as okay, well, people they're saying it's too PC and it's PC culture, whatever. But okay, Sopranos is up that motherfucker. People still, I mean, fucking that's what I was gonna say. Boardwalk Empire is still up there. That's what I was gonna say. They're, I, they're still up. Sopranos is how first. are you gonna ask me for my opinion? Then listen, that, listen, listen. What? Sopranos I'm, is first. I, I just said it. You, but you said it's still up there. What I'm saying is it's first and it's not in alphabetical order. So Maybe people ahead. still watch Sopranos. I don't like I said, I don't know. Like I don't know who's watching what. But okay, Sopranos up the number one. And they say all kinds of wild shit in Sopranos. Yes, that's my point. So go ahead. Boardwalk Empire. They say all kinds of wild shit in that. Now, yeah, these are if these are time pieces or whatever, but this is entertainment. This is I mean, just because, okay, is it okay to make um a boardwalk empire? in 2010 or 2008 whenever the fuck it was made is it okay to go on tv and say nigger all the time if you're a white guy but because it's a fucking time piece no you understand what you're watching only it's if like, you're tarantino it's, it's like when they make they make, they go around and they make fucking 12 years of slave we made that movie in 2000 and fucking 14 or whatever the fuck that was and people are okay with that because it's a time piece it ain't different, different. No, they'll be cool with that because it's clear going in. We're gonna say nigga a lot in this movie. Oh, so that makes it okay. <laughs> he's he's been one for twelve we, years. We, we could we could make a movie in two thousand and whatever, but as long as we said it back in eighteen forty five, all that other bullshit is perfectly fine. That is socially no, acceptable. It's, no, it's, it's not no, okay, no, no, but it's socially no, acceptable. No. It, okay, then, bro. Entourage came out came out when it came out. Be mad, y'all made a bullshit movie after the shit was over anyway. <laughs> And people are and people are becoming attached. Maybe maybe they're attaching the maybe when when people see that shit. Let's say you didn't follow Entourage, and then you're watching HBO one day and you watch the movie, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I heard this was a good show. The movie's on." Oh, never mind. Oh yeah, not watching that. Up. Not watching that shit. 
So I mean, it, it's a ninety-minute episode. There's a it's, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons why people don't. I, I every now and again I'll go back and I'll watch a few episodes. I'll get caught up in a loop on a fucking Saturday when I'm while I'm cleaning up in this bitch, and I'll watch like four or five just to have them on TV while I'm doing the dishes. But not everybody's doing that. Like not everybody really like Entourage. Entourage right. is almost a cult. Like there's a lot of people that that liked it a it's lot. A cult classic. And there's people that didn't really fucking like it. Yeah, yeah. They they're a cult classic. You know they have a podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> All they, of them. And look, and you know what? Look at them. Look how they're trying to ring that. Sh- Let's fucking talk about that shit. Hold on a second. <laughs> so you know what? This this is yes. what it is. This the is what it is. These motherfuckers ain't making no fucking money. That's what the problem is. All these bitches that was attached to this shit. I'm sorry, I said bitches. Well, whatever. But yeah. this shit. They all making money. They they they, they all, they're not making money. Fucking the dude that was the lead. He ain't making no fucking money. You don't see him in shit. The only person you see on that show making money is fucking Turtle. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's it. <laughs> oh, shit. And I don't even know yeah. what happened to him at Power. But, uh, but the only person making money on that show is fucking Turtle. And Jeremy Piven, of course, because he's, he's a comedian and he's stand-up now. So, you okay with that? Oh, no, I am. I am. Right, I just feel a... my neck. My neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you something right there. I was like, "You straight?" But because you, you touched a whole different nerve. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. But yeah, I mean, I mean, but maybe none of them. Like, what's the doc, like the guy that made the show, the creator, the director, Doug whatever? Allen. Like, what's he doing now? Like, what's he doing? If you ain't doing shit, then yeah, you made your shit at the fucking bottom of the barrel on HBO Max, up under fucking Wonder Woman 1984 or five or whatever that bullshit came out. Yeah. <laughs> So 80, was it 84? Yeah. Man, look, that's how on, fast man. that shit went out of my thing. Um, let me tell you what's funny. Like, as soon as you go to his page, uh, Doug Ellen's IMDb, the first thing that pops up is Entourage. That's the very first thing that pops up. So to me, like normally, like, you know, when your your ography comes up, other shit pops up that's been going on. Right. So when you look up director, the last thing you write, uh, you write. I just wanted to confirm. No, Entourage. that's cool. But I mean, I think it's, it sounds it, like they last, making no fucking his, money. That's his last big bid. Um, and then he did some smaller things past that, but that was his biggest play. You mad? Um, I mean, you can't get mad yeah. at the Sopranos. The Sopranos like one of the biggest shows in the history of fucking television. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Sopranos is up there. Well, yeah, motherfucker. Okay, so I watched Entourage before I ever dreamed of coming to California. And then I watched, I rewatched all of it again. I was a big fan of it when I got HBO Max. I was like, oh shit, this is all up here. I rewatched the whole thing. Different mm-hmm. set of eyes, right? Just as an older person, not even on some Hollywood shit. Just just Sam talking. Um I was, there's I was, Hollywood Sam? There is, and I hate him. Um <laughs> and y'all would hate him too. It's regular Sam. Re- regular ass Sam. Uh, I watched it with a different set of eyes, and because mm. it's 2021, I'm watching this shit, and I still enjoy the show for what it is. But yeah, there's a lot of parts of it that made me go because now I'm living through all this shit to get to the PC era we're in now, and I kept going, "Ooh, you can't say shit like that," <laughs> and "Ooh, you can't just you know," because they just be walking down the street talking about like you know, fucking, <laughs> fucking drama would just be like, "Pussy is pussy, bro," yeah. you know. And women would be passing and looking at him and he'd be looking back at them like, what? Yeah. It was like that. But it was like, yo, we're we're in this entourage. That's the star. And women would literally let it go because his brother was famous. 
they're depicting they're depicting a culture of of a certain you know group of people in hollywood some people talk like that like i know i've listened to other podcasts and they say they got italian friends in new york that still talk wild they still talk wild about people in new york in Boston, there are certain people that still talk like that. Like, okay, you're offended by it. That's cool. But we are depicting how these people right here act. Yes. I agree. And that's all they were doing. A period That's piece. it. Now, Blazing Saddles, <laughs> if you go back to a movie like that, is that still funny today? Cynthia, have you you seen Blazing Saddles, I've right? I've seen Blazing Saddles. It, what's, it is interesting because... I think it's there's p- parts where I'm like, oh my gosh, that's funny, and then they'll say a word, and I just, uh, whoa, I, they they just yeah. whoa, it it hits me, it hits me weird because I, I it's not it, it's not something that I hear personally all the time, and it's I'm like, whoa, this is this is a no no word, you don't say that word, this is but, this is you don't you know, but <laughs> uh, but then again, it's I didn't grow up in that time period when that word was used um i don't i don't know i i, I think I that was the I point of it, it though yeah i mean the, the the end it was a parody but it's still cringy it, it, there there was some stuff you know especially the end scene when you know he goes everybody <clears throat> finish it yeah. sam yeah oh yeah. the end scene i thought she said the end oh, scene no, i was like there was no, a lot no, of no. scenes there was a lot of end scenes and there was the, the ending scene where he's like and everybody dance but I'll, I'll you know and I, I when i was younger i thought that was hilarious because i thought oh, okay i know what they're talking about now when i watch it i go oh no and maybe it's because i know people now who are you know homosexual transsexual i my 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 group of friends has grown. So I think mm. I've grown as a person as well. So when I hear something yeah. like that, it's, it's, it is jarring, you know, even right. classic films. I think Phil and I were watching um, Casablanca, you know, harmless black and white film, you know, Humphrey mm. Bogart. And then Ingrid Bergman, you know, Sam is playing the piano and Ingrid Bergman goes, who's the boy playing the piano? Mm. <laughs> and I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just, I couldn't, yeah. It, I couldn't fathom it because when I was a kid, it didn't. I didn't even register that that was something mm. that was a pejorative. And now I know better. So when I watch it, it's like, okay, just, just get through this part. Okay, now we're good. We're good. Okay, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I'm laughing and I shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> because, no, because when you said who that boy playing the piano, it made me think of Django and Chain. I when? that's exactly mm. where my where my mind went. That's okay. exactly what okay. I was thinking about. That's exactly when what Samuel I was thinking L. about. Samuel Jackson came out and he go, "Who this n- yeah. on that night?" I cried laughing mm. at that part, and I don't know if it was because it was Samuel or because me and Marcus are black and we say that we say the n word, the no no word. Mm-hmm. I love the way you say that. By the way, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start calling black people the no no word. Uh, <laughs> shut up, you no no word. When when he said that. I don't know if I was laughing because as a black man and he go, who this nigga? We've said that before. You know what I'm saying? You ever right. been at a, a yeah. party? Be like, hey, who, who invited right, this nigga? Right, 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 we right, right. will say that. But to hear it after you said it, it made me go, how do you feel about black people saying it? Do you feel like, I wish y'all wouldn't say it either. Like, is it one of them things where it's like, y'all shouldn't be using it either because it's bad. No. It's a no-no word. It's a no-no word for, for me. For me, I don't have a right to say that word. I don't have a history with that word. That word's never been thrown at me. 
the way that it has been toward you. So that is not my word. My relationship with that word is it hurts my friends. Right. Right. Hope y'all listening. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> I just so, want to hear you say it. So, so when, when, when you and Marcus on your show, when you say it, it doesn't, I'm not, I personally, Cynthia, I don't get offended because I know the difference. You're not throwing it around to hurt each other. Do you know what I mean? It's funny when you say it at certain times. I'm like, oh my God, they ju- it's hilarious. But you Why do you laugh I mean? when she says that? <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm trying to hurt him when I say it? <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> there's a difference. There is a clear right, difference. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're being silly. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I apologize. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's she said, how I'm not trying to hurt them with I'm like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> stupid. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> but you're but you're right though. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like I um now now we're we're doing a podcast and um this is for uh, information and entertainment, right? Um but I'm gonna be honest with you. Here's complete fucking transparency if we were at a party and you and i and sam were talking i wouldn't even use that word around you like that's real that's that's how i don't because i know i was at i was having like a little kickback at my house 2005 the height of Chappelle show the um i had um i won't say their names but sam knows these people i had a hispanic guy and a white woman, and they were married. They were over. I had Chappelle show just playing, just because it's Chappelle show. Why wouldn't I have a plan? Um, the episode with the nigger family came on, and it was uh-huh. playing while because I'm in the kitchen just cooking and drinking or whatever, and she's watching it. The um, the white woman, she's watching it, and she is just like, I come back in the living room, and she's just sitting there with her hand over her mouth, like I can't believe. Like she was so hurt. I mean, she was hurt by it. She was, she was hurt by it, and I didn't understand. So I'm talking to her like, why are you so hurt by that? Like this is, this is kind of just turning the world on its ear. Like this is just making it. What if there was a white family and their last name was, you know, the N word, like that kind of thing? But mm-hmm. she was just like, I cannot believe how hurt I am by that. And she, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not gonna say she, she boohooed, but she definitely cried. Like that I had to, t- I had to pull brilliant. her aside. I had to pull her aside. Like, yo, this is what that means. Like, that's what you, it's for. Yeah, that's what it's for. So, but if we if we were in a more casual setting, we were just kicking it. I would never like. I I just I I don't want to make my non black friends feel uncomfortable by, by me just because because then also when you start doing that, if you make other people that aren't as intelligent as yourself more comfortable using the word, so then they may leave because. You know, Marcus over here saying, you know, my nigga, blah, 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 blah. They may fly. They can leave that situation. And now I just gave them permission. So I'm saying it's them to go out and use it in the world. And I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So. That's an internal code switch that nobody talks about. Yeah. That's 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 beautiful. Like, yeah, we, we do that amongst ourselves. If I'm chilling with with, with Cynthia and her husband, like I'm not going to just talk like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't even know what the what's the offensive term to Filipino. I, I don't know. Fob, F O B. 
Dude, that's a four. That's a forward operating base in the military. Right, exactly. Wow. So, yes. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so you just called me a forward operating base. All right, that's cool. Um, you deployed yeah, location? Yeah. <laughs> it means fresh off the yeah. boat, like the, like the TV show, fresh off the boat. Oh, okay. You know, so wow. if somebody gotcha, calls gotcha. you a fob, it means you have a heavy accent. You literally mm. just got here. You're not Americanized. Um, you don't quite fit in. You're not cool. Um, you're never going to fit in because you're a fob, you know, that's one of the, that's, that's a hurtful thing to say to somebody right. who is a Filipino. And I've had people because my, you know, my mom, I, I don't know how to speak Tagalog because my mom was so afraid of me having an accent. She said, no, we're, mm -hmm. you're not going to speak it. You're not going to learn it. I want you to have wow. a complete American accent because when she got here, like I said before, she had, a, she had a rough time. And so sometimes if I'm on the phone, I remember I was, I was on the phone with this person who I thought was my friend, sort of, we'd never actually mm -hmm. met or seen each other. And she was complaining to me about her day, so-and-so, this and this and this, and she was upset, blah, blah, blah. And because my name is Cynthia Hall, she didn't know. Ooh. She mm. didn't know. And so she started saying some derogatory things about Filipinos Wow. How they're just a bunch of maids and fobs and this and that. And, you know, Oof. and I was just, I didn't lose my temper. I just went, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. I see you. Bye. You know, because what can exactly. you say to somebody yeah. like that? You can't, you can't yeah. fight that mentality because they're going to turn it around and say, oh, I, I, no, 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 I'm not racist, but that's, there's right. always, well, it's like, well, I didn't know, I didn't know that was you. I, right. If I, if I, I would have known that that was you, I wouldn't have. I don't feel that way about you right. because I yeah. feel like you're That's no when the backpedal start. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. You you feel that way. I just caught you. Mm -hmm. And I'm I sure you guys you. have experienced the same thing where you, somebody says something and you're like, what? Oh, no, nah, we black, black. We know they, they see us. They are. I know what time it is. <laughs> well, we know. They ain't even yeah. know. They ain't even know. They are. They see a mile away. They got to get it ain't, out of the way. They ain't no get, guessing. Before we walk up to them, they got to get them all out of their pocket. Like, nigger. nigger. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Sam? <laughs> my, 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 I it's, so hard. it's like when when Sonic get hit when he got a bunch of coins, they just all fly like, out. Like, oh, oh, I got Like Papa John's, what Papa John did. Like he went in the closet and just for months said the yep. N word and then came out like I'm cured. But, better uh, ingredients, better nigga. Oh, 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 oh. Shit, I gotta go back in the. But, yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. I, I, but see, and I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was um, a slur. For Filipino people, right? Because yeah. mm -hmm. I have friends, I have friends, I won't I won't say who they prefer to date, but I have friends that prefer to date foreign women. Women that are from a different background than than we are. And they'll say, well, not they'll, there's a few that'll be like, I like mine fresh off the boat. Like I like me a foreigner. And, but that doesn't mean Filipino to them. That just means right. I like somebody from someplace else. Like I'd rather somebody with a different experience. But God, that's wild. Wow. It's, and, yeah. But again, it's being used in a different context. Right. It's true. being used as. Look at it. What's make that face for? Yeah. The, uh, Sam was like, what? But it, it is. It's, no, it's because... not being thrown at you. Like, you are a fob. You don't belong here. You right. know. they like, come on thing. now. Right. Come on They're, now. It's, it's a different it's context. Um, and, mm. you know, fob is the predominant pejorative for Filipinos, but not for wow. other not for other people. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's it. What made me make that face is there's a show named after the racial oh, slur. Yeah, yeah right. right. 
Right. And I never thought of it that way because I didn't know. So, and like one, one of my homeboys, and he listens to the show, he's Filipino. I've never even thought of that as a racial slur. I knew it was mm. the name of the show, but I was like, wow, they got away with that. That was my thought when I made that face because I can't imagine them coming out with a show just called nigga. <laughs> but I think, again, it's the context. <laughs> <laughs> right on your face. but at because the same it's, time yeah. it's hella racist because it's it's saying somebody is fresh off the boat this is where it gets very granular as far as the slur is concerned so mm. you know there's fresh off the boat oh you're fresh off the boat and then there's fob so there's a difference there is a right. very there is there is a difference it's like gotcha. i don't know how to explain it um fob, it's like dropping off the er I was about to say that. Yes, exactly. There is a difference. Yeah. Right. Adding the ER, taking the ER off is yeah. one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because and, and it's interesting, too. Like, we all pick. Like, if you're close with somebody that is of a different race, and people can act like it's inappropriate, but you do it with your friends, you might pick on occasion, you know? Yes, of course. So so this 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 one time, like, the, the dude I'm talking about, he's Filipino. I work with a Mexican dude. And he texted a Mexican dude to ask him if he knew anybody that cleaned houses. But check it out. <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds fucked up, but it was because he knew already. I, I heard you know some people that, that do that. But I wasn't with the Filipino dude in this particular setting. I was with the Mexican dude at the time. So he grabbed his phone. And he was like, do you know what such and such just text me? He's like, he going to ask me if I know yeah. somebody that clean houses. Right. <laughs> right. So I in turn text him and go, bro, I know you didn't just ask him that. Mm. Like, because he gets mad when I ask him if his wife made lumpia. But check it out. I know she makes it all the time. And it's not me being away. I just know she's she makes good lumpia. <laughs> but it's it's one of the, you know what I'm saying? And if I didn't know them personally, I wouldn't ask that, right? So it's fucked up if you think about it out of context. Yeah, because if they called you and were like, hey, man, you fry some chicken today? You'd be he like, does hey, that. <laughs> I'm running for lunch. And he'd be like, I bet it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Like, so to think about it in the context of like Marcus said, like you take the ER off and that becomes fob, right? It's actually it, fresh it's, off the boat is not the pejorative. It's Fro right. Fob is the fob is the slur. So when you spell it out but y'all don't not hurtful but y'all don't do that to each other though like you don't walk up to people like what's up my fob we no, do that why no, no. <laughs> right <laughs> how did we end up doing that and they did <laughs> like nobody else does that nobody else does it well it well it, it would well i mean women do it to each other they walk up like what's up bitch hey, like, what's bitch. Going on? hey bitch all that shit it's, i think it's the same it's just a you know the, the it's the handshake the verbal handshake i do you said that people look at filipino people as to be a certain way but I was watching um, what's his name? Joe Joe Coy, Joy Coy. The oh Filipino yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Right. So, and I never no shit up until maybe like five months ago. I never watched anything he's ever done, right? Because I've seen really? him. I see. I've seen him in interviews, and he just didn't like his voice. I thought it would just not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't enjoy it. Seriously? I, wow. Boy, no. I almost, no. I, hold on. No, you, she, he almost called me a nigga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say that the stage like that's better. Like <laughs> I know, boy. Uh, no, I say I that because it it's, it's just shocking. I don't know. No, Joe Coy to me before. is like huge. 
so, um, but no, he I didn't know I didn't know how big of a deal he was. So I'm watching it, and he's talking about the Filipino culture and how people thought he was, people thought he was Mexican, people thought he was Latin, mm-hmm. right? Which I mean, I guess they Filipino people they do have that background, um, but anyway, this is not a history lesson. So he's talking about it, and he's saying how all like nurses. And he says, yeah, like, we you know, we go in the nursing joint. We we work in all the hospitals. We are nurses. That's what we do. Blah, blah. I'm like, I've never even. So I have a friend of mine that's a nurse. Has to be Filipino. And I asked her and I was like, hey, is that a thing? Yes. My mm-hmm. mom's a nurse. My brother's a nurse. I'm like, yo, for real. She said that's. And I, and it's kind of interesting how like how a, 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 a culture, a race of people was like, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Bam. Stamp on it. That's what we're trying to do. Is that true? Yeah. Everybody wants to be a nurse. Every every I think it's also because it's a it's um for Filipinos who have just come over, mm-hmm. right? They come over and most of them don't have a lot of money. So mm-hmm. the next generation is responsible um for them. And the most steady profession that you can find is nursing. There, oh, there's always a shortage of nursing. There's always a shortage. Nobody wants to be a nurse. It's hard work. Right. But you will never be without a job. And that will pay for your parents when they get older because, again, it's, you, it's a generational thing. You, 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 know, you take care of your, your elders um, mm. in the Filipino world. That's what you do. Um, so I think it's just... It's just looking at it as a way of economic freedom in, in, in that small way. If you become a nurse, you will never go hungry. You will always have a job. You wow. can send your kids uh. to school. If you become a nurse, you, you, you do that, you're set. Um, that, that's, that's why a lot of my friends, cause I'm, I'm half Filipino. Um, mm. so my mom didn't push me to nursing. She, they wanted me to do anything but acting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, please don't be an actor. What's the other um, half? Um, my, my dad is, well, the whole breakdown is my dad is Northern European and Native American, and my mother is Filipino and Spanish. So I'm a mix, but, um, you know, but predominantly basically half white, half Filipino, if you were to break it down that way. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a thing. Yeah. A lot of Mm -hmm. my friends are nurses and a lot of the parents are nurses and they fell into that profession. It's safe. It's a safe profession. Right. Yeah. There's definitely, uh demand especially now for oh uh, gosh yeah 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 and they work they take care of you the best like if i've ever had to go to the doctor or the hospital they take care of you and then and they're kind of demanding too like if they get even when they get in your blood pressure and shit like they're like put your arm in here like okay sit down and eat it's <laughs> I, I learned something recently too. It's almost offensive if you go over to somebody who's Filipino's house and you don't eat. Oh my goodness, yes. Definitely. See, very it's, it's very offensive. I didn't well, realize how much I was offending her. Because I didn't. It's 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 our house. We open your doors, we open our doors to you. So mm-hmm. as a guest, we want to make you feel welcome. And it's almost like we want you to eat so much that you can't hold anymore. We want you to eat so much that you, you know, because it's, it's a, you trust me enough to eat my food. 
why do you love me so much you want me to throw up? Like, what, what <laughs> is that me, about? And give me it's, high it's, blood pressure. Yeah. Like, yo, hold on. You're like, look, it's we got a cultural strange. clash going on. It's very strange. Yeah, because my husband, he's white. And the first mm. time that he met my parents, my mom, being of the Filipino culture, eat, 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 you know, just, and Phil's like, I can't eat anymore. Eat, honey, just eat. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, he was he was playing for the home team though. He's like, I gotta keep eating this food. Yeah, I gotta get eat. this right here. Hypertension <laughs> yeah. to hell. I'm gonna get yeah, this and, and then she could, then, then mom can save me if I happen to pass out. Right, exactly. She yeah. got yeah. As a black person, and and me and Marcus talked about this, I think, once before. If I go to his house and it's not a thing, like, hey man, I'm gonna stop by. I don't plan on going over there to eat his food. I'm stopping by. So right. I don't expect food. Right? Like I went over to my Filipino homeboy's house and his wife was like, I cooked. And I was like, I I just ate Pizza Hut pizza. That's the most fattening thing you could possibly eat, right? And she's like, but you don't want anything? And she knows I love like she had I think she had pants in it. She she cooked. So I was like, I'm good though. I promise. Like it's not and I I'm I'm apologizing profusely. Because I don't want her to feel a way because I already feel pressure just to consume more salt, you know? <laughs> and when I told her I wasn't hungry, she kind of rolled her eyes and walked away. Me and him continue to talk. In about five, ten more minutes, she comes up and she plops down this bowl of peanuts next to me. <clears throat> and goes, eat. And walks away. And he looking at me like, what you going to do? <laughs> you know, like, like challenge. But it, it, it really is a cultural thing. Like, I, I don't want Mark to leave Marcus's house and have him go, man, this fool stopped told me stopping by. He came to get food. Like, uh, you know, yeah. he's probably looking at it different. Like, oh, he's a mooch. He came to oh. get something from oh, my yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, if you show up expecting food, then I'm going to be like, uh, hey, bro, there's... There's almond milk and there's some granola in the cabinet. Go in there and get you a spoon. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> because the food you bought is for you. Well, the food I bought, I didn't cook just because you said you was on the way over to this motherfucker. Like, that's for another time. I mean. Oh, wow. Exactly. If somebody surprise calls me and says I'm coming over, I'm cooking. I drop what I do and I'm cooking. That's crazy. Like it's, it's, That's crazy. It's, it's just because it's like somebody's coming over. You have to feed them. You have to feed them. I don't care if they've already No, you don't. Eaten. You have to feed them. It's in my blood. I Jesus. can't get it out. I literally like, and you know, one, you clean the house. It's spick and span. You mm. can eat off of the floor. And you cook. That's 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 just something. I mean, Phil makes fun of me because he's, you know, one time he, uh, he surprised me with his friend who's going to come over. And... He's like, he told his friend, I guarantee you that house is going to be clean and there's going to be dinner on the table. I guarantee you because, and I got off of work early at the time so I could come home, clean the house and make dinner what? because a guest was coming over. You were coming over to my house. I treat you well. That's. <laughs> wow. It's, I can't, I can't help it. That's how I was. That's how I grew up. That's what my mom would do. It's just, it's crazy, but it's, it's I wonder how much, how much flights are over there. How much are flights over there? I know. Hey, let's run, let's do an illegal opinions <laughs> from. You can, uh, we have the studio. My kayak out. You, we have no, no. We talking about filming in the Philippines. Oh, I was like, <laughs> we'll okay. 
Mm-hmm. So we welcome you. When, how long have you and Phil been together? I'm, we keep saying his name. Is that all right? I don't know if he's... No, no, of course. That's totally right. fine. Um, um, we have been married for 24 years. You've been... Oh, what the... Wow. What the what? Yeah. You've been, been married, married for 24 20. years? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's, look at uh, your, it looks like it hurts your head, Marcus. Oh, Lord, <laughs> you got You got to see him, too, dude. He looks like, well, you don't watch Harry Potter, but he looks like one of the Weasleys, like the redhead <laughs> family. So, dope cat. So, what? I can't, I don't even know if, you probably don't even remember if I. <laughs> okay. So, let's talk about before you guys got married, right? Yes. You guys were just uh, were just courting, right? So how yeah. how did how did how long were you not engaged? Two weeks. Hey, this is not a technical difficulty. It's me, and thank you for listening to the Illegal Opinions Podcast, the podcast for people that don't like podcasts. We had to leave y'all with a little cliffhanger, a little cliff banger. Tune in on Wednesday to catch the conclusion of Feel Risked It All on part two. Check us out on your favorite streaming services. You know what time it is. Be safe. Show love. Peace.